we had a thrilling good time with this acting challenge. And I think the Snatch Game was really good. And two more Canadian queens are down as we move forward on this season of Canada's Drag Race. Let's dive into the fallout. Oh my god, we're here. Oh my god, we're recording. Oh my god. This is not live. <laughs> it's going out at the same time we normally do it, but I'm a busy bitch apparently these last couple weekends. So here's where we're at. But anyway, welcome to the Fallout TV, where we are your number one source for the Fallout of Canada's Drag Race, season two, episodes three and four. I'm Logan Murphy. I am Jordan Legacy. And I'm Sam de Monteverde. Sam's oh, back! I was expecting the whole... Sam's back, but I was expecting the whole intro. Oh, okay. I can I could try that. Uh, okay, let's try, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Okay, okay, okay. From the top. I'm Logan Murphy. I'm Jordan Legacy. And I'm Sam de Monteverde, your fellow friendly, non-binary, Filipino-Canadian, hailing all the way from Toronto. Yes. I love it every time. I love it a little bit more every time. <laughs> love that. <laughs> yes. Oh, besties, we're back. We have two weeks of Canada, and oh boy, I'm sad about both of these eliminations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also me. Yeah. Oh, where's my morning blanket? Because we are in morning. Uh, still. Here we go. We are in morning. Uh, here's where we are. We will be mourning for Jordan because she's in the living room. <laughs> oh, but yes, we have got two episodes of Canada's Drag Race. Two, I would say, pretty solid episodes. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed both of these episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not who goes home, but the episode itself. <laughs> Definitely not who goes home, but the episodes were pretty good. It is also way too hot in here. I am not doing that for much longer. I'll do it again when we get to the eliminations. But yes, so we're going to dive into two episodes. We've got the acting challenge, the good old group acting challenge. And we've got the Snatch Game, another Snatch Game, which I, again, feel like it's too early for Snatch Game. But regardless, we got it. It happened. So we got to talk about it. But before we do, if you are watching with us on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, either live or after the fact, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And if you're listening to us wherever fine podcasts can be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment, and share, because we are the only podcast talking about Canada's Drag Race season two. Make sure to follow all of us on Twitter, especially at the Fallout TV for the most up-to-date Fallout TV news. 
and all of the audio podcasts, video podcasts, and social media links are available in the link in our link tree, which is also available below. If you're watching or listening somewhere with a description, not all places have it. Twitter, for example, no description, but regardless, link tree, go check that out. <sighs> so we start episode three. Our good old Miss Ocean Aqua Black has been eliminated. I missed her energy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I... And I think it was very evident with all of the, with how all of the queens felt about Ocean as well. Yeah. And I, I think we're all in agreement that Ocean kind of had, had this presence about her, had mm-hmm. this light about her that we all mm-hmm. have been blessed to see. And yeah. <laughs> I miss her. I for me, she's the same. I I will. I'm gonna say it. We lost four big personalities in the first four episodes of the season. Absolutely. Not that there aren't big personalities left, because there are, and we'll talk a lot what about one in particular. Talking about. <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about Cynthia. I'm talking about Eve, baby. I'm talking oh, about yeah. Eve. But um, but no, I definitely like. I feel like I I adore Ocean. And I agree with everything you said, Sam. For me, Ocean is the one of the perfect examples of a drag queen who is an amazing drag queen and just isn't a great drag race queen. That sounds about right. Yeah. Like I think of I think of queens like Dax Exclamation Point, Nisha Lopez, um, James Mansfield, uh, Kelly Mantle. I think of these queens that like are absolutely amazing but just aren't great at drag race um but isis is upset obviously she just sent ocean home uh this is the start of the eve closing off her emotions storyline that i thought was gonna be culminated by the end of episode four and wasn't we'll talk about it um but she's closed off about her emotions. She apologizes to Kendall about the comments that she made in the Untucked, which I thought was like perfectly lovely and adult, and we love to see it. But um, we go to the next day. Not much happens before we get to the maxi challenge. Amanda Brugel walks in, gorgeous as always, uh, and we find out that the maxi challenge for the week is the overacting challenge in a slasher film called Screech. I'm not going to do the godforsaken fucking Macaulay Culkin Scarlet Harlot Snatch Game moment. We're not doing that. I just have to talk about that. Um, But yes. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's roles that need to be distributed. And uh, Pythia, as the winner of the last maxi challenge, uh, gets to assign the roles. I thought she did pretty, you know, pretty fine with it, honestly. Yeah. Um, We had, there was a little bit of, like, a couple people fighting for roles. Um, The big one was Eve and Stephanie both fighting for the role of Nara Hater, which, I'll be honest, is the role I would have fought for. Uh, It is thus, it is the standout role. 
Oh, and she even says it. Like, being able to pause the entire scene, cut to camera. My camera's down here. Cut to camera and, like, serve is, like, it's so, so amazing to have that. Um, but we do see Stephanie backing down from that part after she realized how many lines it had. Um, I do think, love Stephanie, adore Stephanie, but I think if she had been in the role, it would have been, I don't want to say a disaster, but I don't think it would have been as good. I sadly would have to agree with that, especially knowing that, you know, like a few of the other queens, English is not her first language. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, sorry, sorry, just as a guy, especially as, as a Filipino, <laughs> mm-hmm. as a Filipino queen, I think what she could also do is kind of break, kind of play into that, knowing that she has like a thick Filipino accent and, you know, mm-hmm. it is, it's, I don't want to say it's easy to kind of make make it funny with a Filipino accent, but like it's kind of easy to <laughs> play up the humor. Mm-hmm. Filipina narrator would have been interesting. It, I honestly would have. Yeah, it would have it been something felt Canadian. Think, it definitely would have felt Canadian. Um, I think it would have been interesting because I think. Stephanie may not have done a great job as narrator, but I think Eve would have done a great job as Clippy. It's kind of the thing. Like, mm. ultimately, like I do think Stephanie backing down from that and taking the Clippy role was ultimately what was best for her. We'll talk yeah. about it. It did end up being one solid note, but one note nevertheless. Um, but we do end up the other, well, let me backtrack. The other sort of fighting over a role is between Isis and Cynthia. Um, they're both going for the Jocelyn Straps. Was that her name? Yeah, Jocelyn Straps. Jocelyn Straps, which is funny. Um, <laughs> gay joke. Um, but the Jocelyn role, um, I honestly. I would have loved to see Cynthia in that role. And I think I would have loved seeing Isis as a Martha. Yeah. Okay. I think, I just think Isis would have been able to pull off the role a little bit better than Cynthia did. And I think for Cynthia. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Isis. Seems to know the seems to know Martha's character more, because mm-hmm. obviously seeing Cynthia like run through, seeing seeing Cynthia's run through, and that whole moment of you don't know what you're acting in front of Amanda Bruegel. I'm not a. I'm not a. I have not watched Handmaid's Tale. I have very little, like, 
I have very little knowledge of Handmaid's Tale because I actively stay away from it because it's not the kind of show that I'm into. So, like, for me, like, I probably could have pulled off the role because ultimately, and um, Amanda even says it on the main stage when critiquing Cynthia, like, you don't have to know the role to understand what it means to be, like, stern and yeah. solemn. But for me, I would have literally been like, I will take any role but a Martha. Mm-hmm. Like, I would literally take anything else. Um, but what we end up with is we have the judging trio, which we can talk about the, the writing of this. I don't necessarily, like, I. it was confusing a little bit. I, I It was weird. Not my favorite written acting challenge, but... We have the judging trio being Adriana as Blood and Goreski, which is the worst pun of all of these names, honestly. Um, we have Kendall Gender as Hook and Heights, and we have Cynthia Kiss as a Martha. Um, we have Eve 6000 as Nara Hater, Geometric as Blue Scarymore, um, Isis as Jacqueline Straps, Kimora as Frontel Loeb. Uh, Pythia as Feruza Cock, Stephanie as Clitney Leskoff, and Suki Doll as Emmy Dumpa, which I don't think her name was ever mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I'm pulling this from the uh, Drag Race fandom wiki, so thank you, fandom wiki, for that. Um, because I would not have known what her uh, what her name, what the role was otherwise. Um, we just know the character. <laughs> The, the the slut. The horny the slut. slut. Yeah. Um, of these roles, besties, who would you have wanted? Hmm. I Loki would have wanted Kamara's role. The Frontal. Frontal. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like that's very like me. But also, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind taking like Stephanie's role either. As long as you could do anxious and suspicious. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like Kamara's role at the top. Mm-hmm. I would Jordan. probably Stephanie's role. Fair. I think for me. I think Nara Hater is probably the one I would have gravitated towards immediately. Though I do love, it's a very small role, but I understand the screen reference so well that I think I could do a really good job as Blue Scarymore. Um, and like play up the like death of it all. Um, but I don't know. I think most of these, most of these parts were good. I mean, I feel like the person at the biggest disadvantage, honestly, was Kendall as Brooklyn, basically. Um, yeah. And that kind of gets into like the the writing and idea behind the challenge. Like, so they're in. This gave me very season thirteen, the final five acting challenge, right? Where they're all like different drag queens it like it i don't know i didn't love that they were doing like a drag race parody while doing drag race 
Yeah. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I, I, it, it, it was uh, weird. I, I, I also found it weird. <laughs> like, uh, I, I was hoping more of something like season six of the US version. Oh, that, oh, the, um, what was that? What is that called? Oh, no. What was that acting challenge called? I don't remember what it was called, but I remember... There were two different versions. Yeah, the one with um, the bo- the head in the box. They they both had heads in the box. Well, yes, but Darian won with the head in the box, and Vivacious, yes. Vivacious went home in the, with the head in the box. Yes. Yeah, I do... Ooh, I do remember that. I don't remember the name. But I, I do wish it would have been a little bit more like that. Um... Before we get into the filming, we get part one of our tragedy mirror moment. Um, And we get Kendall talking about her sobriety. They're having like a conversation about like Halloween and like spooky things. And Kendall talks about how Halloween is her six year sobriety date, Um, which is just absolutely incredible. to go from where she was to um, where she is now, like literally on Drag Race is incredible and makes me like Kendall yeah. even more. And we'll talk about it, but I really hope Kendall steps her pussy up because she's kind of fading into the background for me. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree, sadly. It, she's giving. We'll talk about it when we get to episode four. I have some. I have some thoughts about her in episode four, but mm-hmm. I love that for her. I love that she's kind of taken like the power back, and she's like doing everything with her sobriety. I thought just lovely, wonderful, fabulous, great. Why it was inserted nice here, moment. I'm sure. Oddly timed, but sure. A little. Um. We go to filming with Amanda and our fabulous, iconic, amazing guest judge, Fifi Dobson. Hello? Yes. Um, can we get Fifi Dobson as a permanent judge? I loved Fifi Dobson so much on this episode. Yeah. I She, like, clearly loves drag. Like, oh, yeah. I'm on board. If, like, if Amanda or, like, mostly Amanda. I do like Amanda, but like if Amanda can't do season three and if Stacy can't do season three, Fifi Dobson. I'm just saying. But mm. um with the filming, the only things I wrote down are that Cynthia is struggling. And Gia, I thought, was asking a lot of, like, really, like, great questions. Yeah. But also, to me, Gia asking the questions kind of came, to me, no shade, but kind of came off as, like, oh, I know this stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Which, but I'm like, just asking oh, so that I you have, know. I have, yeah, I'm asking just just to show off that, you know, I know these terms kind of thing. 
That's fair. That's fair. I also very much so think I would be that person. Like, I right. would be Gia yeah, in that moment asking all the questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan, did you have anything else that stood out to you in the filming? Other than the fact that they were in the fucking workroom? That was weird. This challenge was a little weird for me, if I'm being honest. They really said, we're doing a bottle episode. (laughs) They really, mm, I don't know. They really said, we can't get a full set right now, so we're doing it in the workroom. But I wonder if they if they do another acting challenge, I wonder if it's also going to be in the workroom. Because I don't necessarily remember the logistics of, like, how they did things in season one, even though I did it watch was, it very recently. Season one, it was not in the workroom. I know it wasn't, but I also, like, don't remember necessarily, like, how big the, like, sound stages were that they did the acting challenges in. Mm. Right. Or, like, any of the logistics... I don't think we really know any of the logistics behind like any of that stuff. Um, always just stuff that intrigues me is like how they make this happen. Um, we here at the Fallout TV love us some production info. We love production. We love logistics. We love the, we want the tea. We want the tea, all of the tea, the, the black tea, the green tea, the white tea, the oolong tea, the milk tea, all of it. We want all of it. Um, <laughs> but we go to the next day in the workroom. I love Cynthia being incredibly sarcastic about her performance. And Stephanie just like not catching on at all. And I was like, right. no, Stephanie, no. But like, you're so perfect. Um, okay. yep. Yeah. Yep. Stephanie being like, are you being sarcastic? And so they're being like, honey, I am being so overly sarcastic. I was horrible. <laughs> like, I know I'm already lip syncing. Don't worry. One of the spots is already taken by me. I'm going to go learn this Fifi Dobson song, basically. Um, and then we get the second part of our tragedy mirror moment. Um, this time we're talking to Miss... Yes. Um, We are talking with good old Miss Adriana, talking about how she was shunned from her her dad's side of the family because she was gay and how her dad, like, stalked her first boyfriend online, basically, and, like, ruined that relationship and how she's very close with her mom. Her mom's name is Adriana, which I think is, like, one of the best, like ideas for a drag name. Um, I know she has a last name as well. It's interesting why she's going by the by the monogram. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the... It's like Shotzi or something. Oh, yeah. Like she's in like a... She's in like a drag house. Yep. I think it's Shotzi. I just thought it was interesting. Something like that. I'm pretty sure Beth also has a last name, and it's Bethadone. But obviously they can't say that on TV, so she's just Beth. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, 
But yeah, and then we go to the run, 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 runway. Run, run, uh, run into the runway. Can we just, for a single moment, discuss Brooklyn Heights? It is Shiatsi. It is. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Midir. But Brooklyn. Hi, Brooklyn. I Iconic, beautiful, yeah. legendary, fabulous. This was with the red hair, right? With the red? Yeah. The okay, red hair. so I don't know why, but I think because of the hair and probably mm. like partly because of the makeup, it gave me like Ali X. Like the Ooh. face. Gave me okay. I, I, could, I could see that. Yeah. Which I'm not opposed to. I'm, I'm not saying I'm against it. No. It's just an observation. <laughs> Also, Ali X for permanent judge. Honestly. Honestly. So good. I actually just watched that episode recently. Again. Mm -hmm. um, Canada season one is one of the seasons I've watched the most, weirdly. For as much hate as it got, it's like up in my top five favorite seasons, honestly. Oh, I love um, that. <laughs> so good. Um, but yes, so we get the, we have Amanda, Brad, and Fifi Dobson, and we get the runway. Category is Good Girl Gone Bad. I don't particularly care for this runway category, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I was like, Because mm. some people had reveals, some people chose not to do reveals. People, the brief was kind of It's very vague, confusing. actually. It's incredibly vague. Like, I, I didn't... I, I I don't know. And, like, I think I think first up is Suki, and, like, Suki had a reveal. Um, I think Suki is first. I, yeah. Um, I'm gonna be really brutally honest. I hate this. There's not a single part of this look from Suki that I enjoy. Love her. Adore her. I hate this. Did Suki have something over it too? She did. She, she had like a coat, and then it revealed to this. Oh wait, I remember. I like the coat. I liked it better with the coat on. <laughs> the coat was the only good part of it. Um, I'm not a big fan of the hair either. Like the. Yeah, this is just a meh for me yeah i didn't get it like I, what is I this supposed to be okay so next is eve 6000 as uh 50s grayscale girl into 50s grayscale betty boo that is a pretty accurate description. Yeah. Yeah. This was the only reason she didn't win? Maybe. I don't remember. In my I mind. No, never mind. Sorry. I was going to say something. I take it back. I was going to say I don't remember much of the critiques, but I remember the critiques. Um, I guess I don't remember much of the yeah. critiques in the look itself. 
is what I should. Um, there actually, I if I remember correctly, there wasn't a lot of critique on the look itself. The critique was on the performance of the look on the runway. Yes, that's what I remember as well. And then I, I think I think the other big thing they talked about the grayscale and like all of it matching, which I will give her major props for that. Like she did a great job matching everything to the bodysuit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then she also had an issue with the reveal itself. That's right. Um, yeah, the uh, the ghost of Reveliana was like haunting over her and prevented her from doing the reveal properly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I this is fine. I'll forever have that stuck in my head. I gotta check on my sleeve. Goodbye. Sleeve. <laughs> I hated that. I don't want to think about that fucking clown challenge. Oh boy, at least she went out looking stunning. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Stephanie Prince. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, thought... if you, this is two weeks ago. If you haven't watched the episode, you're actively not watching the episode at this point. Um... I thought this was a great. I personally really love this look. Um, like, if you're not going to do a reveal, look. I thought it was a good way to go with given the brief. Uh-huh. That part. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of Dorothy. I'm going to be honest. I mean... Yeah. But... I'm totally For what it is, it's good. It. Yes. Yeah, and I don't think, I don't think anyone has really done Dorothy very well. Like this no. is polished and wonderful, but like it is, it is. I I love Stephanie, but it's kind of basic. It is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. This would be great in a club. That's what I'll say. Oh yeah, this would be great oh, in a yeah. club. The, the the girls' gays and days would like die over this, but like, like mm, mm. I'll judge by the mm, that we move on. Yeah, to a look that wasn't much better. No. Um I don't hate this. I do. Really? I don't know what it is about this, but I definitely hate it. I think it's the fact that it's a poofed A-line skirt. I think that's what's throwing me off. Yeah. And then also above the knee. I think if it was knee length, I would like it better. Yeah, I would have to agree with that as well. Yeah, I don't know. I think her face actually, I think her makeup is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish the hair was bigger, but I think, yeah. I think the, the... <sighs> I want this one to be more dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I wish, actually, I wish it was in blood red instead of green. 
Okay. Okay. I think that I think that would put it in a different realm for me. Mm-hmm. Or like a reveal from like a pastel to a blood red. Maybe, maybe. Like like Ellie Diamond style from UK two, where she like she yeah. did the Wizard of Oz and pulled all the stuff off, but it was basically the same dress in a different fabric. Like I wouldn't have hated if it if she like started pastel, like start blonde pastel, like still thought high boot because it'd be cute. Yeah, but like reveal to like blood red, dark hair. I don't necessarily know what you would do with the makeup, but like I don't know. I think the next look is better. I don't remember who's next, but it's someone. Next up to the stage is... Is... Jim oh! Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, boy, yes. I can confidently say this is one of my favorite looks I've ever seen on Drag Race. Given the brief and given this look, yes, absolutely. So fucking smart. Yep. Yep. Come on, bold mold. Category bold is mold. mold. Category bold. is bold mold. Um, like, is it basic? Yes. Has old Hollywood been done and like beaten to death on Drag Race? Yes. Yes. Do I still absolutely love this? Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> this is where honestly, like, I hadn't really been feeling Gia in the first two episodes. This was where, and we'll talk about it more when we get to Snatch Game, this was where I started to turn a little bit. And I was like, okay, Gia, like, I yep. think I'm on board. Yep. Okay. But yeah, no, so sorry. Uh, I, I, yep. <laughs> oh, God, Tapithia. Oh, yes. Incredible. She looks so fucking hot. Oh, yeah. Like, she might, I, 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 this might be a little early. I think Pathea's my winner pick. Like, genuine oh. winner pick. Mm. She's okay. just been so dynamic in all of the challenges. Like, she had a small role in this acting challenge, but it, I, I still remember her. And, like, every time she's been on the runway has been something completely different. And I really like that. Yes. Yep. I don't know. I uh, There was a reveal with this as well. She was the first of, I think, three in a row of none to bad girl. Um, none, none, none. Category is none. Category is uh, good girl gone bad, apparently. Um, what would y'all have done for this category? I probably would have done something similar, except I would have been like, yeah, I will, I would have played into like the last outfit I wore in drag kind of thing where I played. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, if you saw like my one of my drag performances on Instagram mm -hmm. um I I did the, I had like a whole like kind of mm -hmm. poncho that I made into like yeah. a, that I tried to make into like a kimono moment kind of thing it so was wanna, cute 
yeah, it was I cute, to... girl. It was cute. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very easy to make if you have two ponchos. <laughs> I don't I believe it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would have done something like that for my good girl to kind of play mm-hmm. into the Asian and then sure. reveal <laughs> in sure. corset, bodysuit, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, the idea I had actually was um, Beth posted her look for this runway. And it was the exact same idea. I probably would have done Sandy to Sandra D from Greece. Okay. Whoa. And that's what and that's what Beth had planned. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I probably would have gone that or like a or like a light and dark situation. Like a little similar. We'll talk about Kamoras, but a little similar kind of like in the same universe, I would say, of like Kamora's look. Um, maybe in the same universe as Suki's, but like I don't know what universe Suki's was in. Um, but no, Jordan, what would you have done? Oh, I don't know. Toxic Brittany mm-hmm. to slave for you, Brittany. <laughs> I mean. Go to that like diamond moment mm-hmm. from the toxic video. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been cute. Uh, who's oh. next? Is it another? Is it another nun to bad girl? I think it is. It sure is. It's Kamora Moore. Um, I appreciate that it wasn't Red Devil. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what a black bodysuit is giving for good girl gone bad. I will say, I personally really like the hair, though. I think she She's looks kind of giving us like a Rihanna look. Oh, it is kind of. It is in in, in yeah. the same universe as like a Rihanna look. Yeah, I love the I love the ponytail. Yep. I think she looks great. I think for me, she was just safe because I think, I would say for me, she was probably fourth best in the acting challenge. Okay. And so this kind of brought her down a couple notches. Right. She, she um, had a nun, right? Yeah, she right. went more like Pope to oh, that's black right. bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, mm, uh, mm, yeah, this was fine. She looks gorgeous, so. She looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Stunning, beautiful. And we have come to our other red devil, Kendall Gender. Um, I think Brooklyn honestly said it best. This is good, but Pythia's right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it's it's polished. Like it I can't polished. say anything bad about this look. It's just like Pathea did it better. Sorry, girl. Mm-hmm. Love. Oh my fucking oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna say this and this might be slightly controversial. I know Raja 
did what she did on season three, this is the best Marie Antoinette look we've ever seen on Drag Race. I can say that definitively without a shadow of a doubt. Let them eat cake. I'm trying this to is... think of the other Marie Antoinettes that have been done, and I think of Sergin as well. I think of Sergin. I think of Ellie Diamond. Oh, that's right. Um, Raja. There's definitely other examples of like people like claiming Marie Antoinette because there's pinnacles on your outfit, but like. I'm gonna say definitively, this is the best Marie Antoinette look we've ever seen. This is fucking amazing. Yep. I would go as I would go so far as to say one of the best looks ever on Drag Race. Also, I'd really yeah, have to sit down and look, but like yeah. this is incredible. I love this look so much. And she made this. She made this. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Ugh. So I think last up is Isis Couture. I don't know this reference. She looks good. She looks I, great. She looks great. I don't know what the good girl part is. <laughs> so she said this is a comic book character. And I did some research and still couldn't find what Is it the like Kill was. Bill inspired? Is it? Could it? But why the bunny ears though? That's weird. That's what's throwing me off. Like I it's a specific reference that she clearly couldn't say on the show. And yet I don't know it. It looks very familiar to me though. It's it very does. And I is it like a is it like a Bugs Bunny villain? Maybe like the, the Lola. I was thinking Lola, but I don't remember Lola ever being in anything yellow. Right. I mean, that's the closest I thing I can think of because Lola's blonde. Yeah. So. I don't really care. I think this is great. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she looks amazing. <laughs> she looks stunning. Gorgina. But... Yes, so that's that's that for the runway. Um, as far as the actual uh, move, the uh, slasher, the screech of it all, um, do we have any thoughts on that that we haven't already said? Because <laughs> I think we, we kind of said everything we needed to. <laughs> I have no words. I, oh! I, I I have one comment. Jimbo's back. <laughs> I gagged. I was, oh, I gagged at that too. <laughs> I was gooped. I was like, who is this tall, mysterious woman walking onto stage killing Kimura? <laughs> um, but no, I love seeing Jimbo. Um, go watch Jimbo's new WoW Presents show. Jimbo versus Peas. I haven't watched yet, and I'm scared to. I'm gonna be very honest. Sliving. <laughs> uh, sliving. 
But yes, so we find out that the safe girls are Kimura, Suki, Pythia, and Isis. All of them were in roles that weren't necessarily standouts, so I understood it. I didn't disagree. Um, We have the top three being Adriana, Eve, and Gia, with the bottom three being Kendall, Stephanie, and Cynthia. Um, Was there anything in the Untucked that was like... I, I remember Stephanie being like super sad. Yep. And that's um, really it. I don't remember too much from the untalked. Well, if something memorable happened, it wasn't memorable memorable enough. We don't remember it. Oh, Eve and I didn't write accommodating Eve Eve um not accommodating, um, acknowledging the fact that she didn't cry? Question mark? In this episode, but she did at the start of this episode. She did. Um, But, like, I guess... Does that still, like, count as episode two? Because she was still in the drag that she wore on episode two? I don't know. I, I don't know, but I just remember that from Eve. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not loving Eve as a character on this reality television competition show, but I'm loving Eve on like Twitter. Like if you don't follow Eve on Twitter, you're doing something wrong because she is incredibly entertaining. Um but I also I also chalk her character on this reality t- competition television show, I chalk up her edit to like, like her personality to like the edit. Like they're giving her an edit and I acknowledge that. And like, what can you do, honestly? Um, but we find out that the winner of the challenge this week is Adriana. And I'm going to be honest, I agreed, but I was surprised. I would say the same. I I really didn't find, like, Blood Goreski as, like, memorable. But the look, I think, probably got her. I think she did a really good job. I thought she did a solid job in the challenge. And I thought her runway was just so good. I like I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. Say. This clearly shows me, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. This clearly shows me that Eve is on her way out. Right. Because if they wanted to keep Eve around for any distinguishable amount of time, she would have won this challenge. Mm-hmm. So Uh, And again, it's just one of those things I notice with a reality TV edit. Like, it's becoming very obvious to me that, like, Adriana is someone they want to keep around for a while. And we'll talk about it when we get to Snatch Game, because I kind of agreed with, I disagreed with the bottom two. Um, And Eve is someone that the producers, I guess, kind of don't really care about. Yeah. That's just the perception I'm getting. I could be wrong, but that's just 
what I'm seeing as a viewer. Um, yeah, Eve, we, the way Eve is being kind of portrayed on the show is kind of giving me the same energy as like Boa. It and is, isn't I, it? I do, yeah, I, I, I am seeing like a seven, seventh place. Boa or even Alona. Yeah, to some degree. Because Alona's a fabulous drag artist, but like, she really got fucked over with him in it. Yeah. Also, not that she'll ever see this, but congratulations, Alona, on starting your transition. We love you. Yes. I fucking love her. Like, one of yes. my favorite people to ever come from Drag Race, hands down. Like, I adore her. She's incredible. I love that for her. But we find out that the bottom two are Cynthia Kiss and Stephanie Prince. Oh no. And they lip sync to Ghost by Fifi Dobson. And it was a really good lip sync. It was a solid lip sync. Another um, really solid lip sync. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to compare it to uh, Stupid Shit, but like, I, I, not gonna lie, I was kind of I was expecting more from Cynthia. I was expecting more from both of them, if I'm honest. Okay, yeah, no, I, I was like, I this was a good lip sync, but I just this is not. I don't. I hate comparing seasons, but this is just at at this point. Given the four lip syncs we have, we'll talk about the snatch game one it's not giving me the level of canada season one lip syncs it's not where true. like every lip sync on that season with the exception of like one yeah is was really good like exceptional yeah i'm not finding like i'm not loving the lip syncs They're not... I'm curious if they used all the good songs on season one. <laughs> <laughs> Will we like, I can't song? lie to you. Like, Right. I actually think of the four songs we've had so far, I think Ghost is the best. Yes. Song, yes. <laughs> um, The best lip sync so far for me is still Stupid Shit. Um, yep. But... No, I thought this was a I thought this was a solid lip sync. Um unfortunately, you know, we're biased a little bit, but unfortunately I did really feel like Cynthia won. Not that I wanted to see Cynthia leave at, at this point either. I'm just genuinely surprised with how much they edited Stephanie as the narrator of the season. Yeah. To get rid of her now. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. When, like, I'll be very honest, Kendall hadn't really been performing and, like, wouldn't have... I, I, I don't know if they would ever do this because I do think, unfortunately, Stephanie was the worst in the challenge as well. But wouldn't it have been a gag to see Cynthia and Kendall in the bottom? And they even talk about it. They're like, I don't want to lip sync against my sister. 
Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it have just been a out of left field gag moment to see the two of them in the bottom? Would you know? I wouldn't be surprised if we see that lip sync in future episodes. Yeah. Oh, two Brat Pack girls are li- are lip syncing against each other. I can almost guarantee that. Yeah. Like that will happen. Yep. Like I, I, I feel that energy. But also, production um, possibly favoring the Brat Pack, maybe. I, it's not surprising to me. Um, I will also point out, and this is a slight spoiler for episode four, but we've lost four queens of color in four episodes, and I don't love that. I also recognize that two-thirds of this cast are POC. And so just the statistics of and like the probability of that happening is higher. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's no there's no really uh, uh, there's really no other way of like saying it. It just it sucks. Um but Especially losing Stephanie, who I I thought, based on the edit, the narrators always go to at least seventh. Yeah. So I'm, I was really caught off guard. Yeah, I usually see the narrator going, like, seventh or fifth. Yeah. Sometimes sixth. I don't think it's better than me. Narrators want sixth. Monet. I would say Monet. Heidi, too. Heidi as well, yeah. It's like seventh, fifth, sixth, fifth. Like you go far enough, but like there's a clear group of queens that are like a level above you. Oh yeah. But regardless, we love Stephanie. We were very excited to see Stephanie on the cast. And cast more Calgary girls. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Indeed. Not everyone has to be from Vancouver, Montreal, or Toronto. Yes. <laughs> I have to agree, even as a Toronto queen myself. Thank you. But, yes. no, but there's only mean... two. There's only two on this season, which is kind of a gag. Three. Well, from Ontario, there's three. Even Kamara, who's the third? Isis. Oh Isis. fuck! I forgot. I forgot Ottawa. Yeah, from Ontario. I forgot about that. I don't know. I'm still doing a good job at learning my provinces. Okay. Yes. No. I was, For an I was, American, I know a lot more about Canada than most Americans. So. Great. No. <laughs> I, I I wanted to say like oh where are like some of the maritime provinces? Where are the territories? We we don't can we get a queen can we get a queen for PEI please? Can we get a queen? There has to be day? one. <laughs> there has to be at least one. Can we have Constance? Not Constance Contessa. <gasps> oh can we have can we can we actually have Contessa, please? Oh no, not this. <laughs> not that. Oh, goodness. Well, we go into episode episode four. We're here. Uh, Stephanie's it's gone. It's a snatch and ev- game. 
It is. Uh, but first, we have to talk about how everyone's sad that Stephanie is gone. <laughs> and we are sad that Stephanie is gone. Also. Uh, um, but before we do Snatch Game, we have a reading challenge. I appreciate the international franchises sticking to the we're doing reading the reading challenge and snatch game in the same episode like i really appreciate that because yeah. i hate when they're like unless it's all stars which makes a lot of sense to do it first but like i hate when it's like always like what it the later seasons of drag race have now been like oh we're gonna do the reading challenge episode four and snatch game is episode nine i'm like when the, Episode nine, when there's still 14 queens left, like, <laughs> but um, this reading challenge was fine. It wasn't as shady as it could have been. I agree with that. And also, I think some of the, literally so, a couple of the queens, you literally only saw like one reading. So clearly it wasn't that great because I think most of the queens got one read. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to see some of the unaired reads. <clears throat> right? Yeah, I would love uh... to see, like, if there's any good ones. Mm -hmm. um, Cause some of the unaired reads can be, like, amazing too. Rue, Mystique was a mistake, is my favorite read of all time. Yep. I love that read. Do you know, do you know that one, Jordan? No. Do you know who it was? Um, wow. So it was All Stars Four. Valentina said that about Latrice. Hmm. It was like Mystique was a mistake, and it's it's still it honestly has surpassed. Um, left you at the bus stop. Oh it my God. surpassed that for me. That was my favorite read. And, like, Valentina, as much as, like, I'm not a huge Valentina fan, I'll be very honest. Um, I think she's fine and perfect and lovely. And, like, a, another great example of a drag queen that is not a super great drag race queen, in my personal opinion. Um, but that is, hands down, my favorite read. Um... So Isis wins. And I'm going to be honest, I don't remember any of her reads. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember any of the reads. I remember the first one that comes to mind is Adriana's read. Uh, oh, God. With uh, Gia. I think that was the only read that they aired from Adriana, too, being like, oh, Gia Metric. I mean, Gigi, not good. Oh, yeah, that was good. Also, now that we're talking about it, the hemorrhoids comment. Oh, oh was that Kimura from Kamora? Yeah, Kamora okay, made that. Was, what was the other read that Kamora did? Um, oh my god, it was really good. What did Kamora say? Oh god, I'm gonna. I only got to watch the episode once. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, was it Cynthia that read Brooklyn? Yes. Um, where you can take the girl out of LA, but the like it'll take you three to six months to take the LA out of the girl or whatever. The LA out of her, yeah. It that was that was great for me. Yeah. 
I love I've loved both of the reads against Brooklyn on both seasons. <laughs> the filler one and then um it's about time that a Canadian finally wins drag race. Oh from yeah. Rita. From Rita. Yeah, I'm also so I think one of Isis's reads are coming to me and it was towards Eve being like, Oh, mm-hmm. Eve remember never be ashamed of yourself. It's already your parents. That's your parents' job. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. That was that was, was a good read. Wait, and I'm like, when I when I saw that, I'm like, wait, didn't Eve already say that? <laughs> Eve, Eve said that in a confessional at one point. I think so. Or it was, or was that Beth? Oh, it might have been Beth. It might have been Beth. Oh, I miss. Oh, I miss Beth. Listen, this cast was amazing. So every a lot this of season, people... this season has not been better with Beth going out first. Oh yeah, I'll just say that. Um, but yeah, so Isis wins the reading challenge. Sure, gal. Yeah, I don't think they mentioned what she won. Did was there any two thousand two thousand dollars from someone? Yeah. Made. No, that was that no, was the maxi no. challenge. That was a maxi challenge, and the runway category. Oh, it was like a fake. T- it was like a spray tan company. Yes, and I think someone said you need it. Brooklyn, oh, yeah. yeah, Brooklyn was. Like, and by oh, the and it. by the looks of it, you need it. Yeah. I I'm gonna say. Brooke is finally coming into her own as a host, and I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's finally there, and I'm here for it. My I'm... main issue with it is it feels inconsistency. Uncon- it feels like a lack of consistency with, like, we kind of thought, like, episode one, oh, they're going to give Brooklyn will be the majority host but now it's a revolving table again well no it's just a rotation right so like next episode it'll be Brooke again I don't dislike it I like that all of them have gotten the opportunity to like walk into the world it's time to lip sync for your life like I really like that all of them have yeah the like the like not the host, but like the like um, curator of the drag race like formula, I guess I could say. I guess. I guess the Rue. I guess the Rue without being like the host. Because Brooke is always the one that introduces, but then like this episode, it was like Brad that announced the lip sync and mm-hmm. Brad that announced the winner. I actually really like that. Um. I don't know. I don't. I don't find it. I know. I Jordan. I know you have issues with it, and I do understand it. Um, I just don't particularly hate it. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm. But, I'm pretty indifferent on it. Yeah, I think for me, it's just uh, take. It just takes getting used to, because you know. Yeah. It's yeah, because ever since like you know, Drag Race started, and now all these, you know, Italy's coming soon. We got the UK, Canada, uh, Thailand. Oh my God. Uh, like, Very excited it's, it's, for Thailand to come back. 
I still very think, excited. I, still, I, I need to watch Thailand. But, like, it's yes. all being compared to the U.S. Kind of U.S. I, I feel like that's very much what's happening. Yeah. I appreciate that Canada is doing something different. Yeah. Because, honestly, it, uh, this is a slight tangent. But I feel like the two franchises that have really done something different but still drag race have been Canada and Thailand. Thailand is, like, completely different. Yeah, from what I've seen of Thailand, I get that. It's a very... It's it's a completely different format, quite frankly. I personally liked it. I thought it was new and different. I don't know what they're going to do for season three. I don't even know if season three has the same hosts. I hope Pam Pan is still there because God, I love her. I love her. She's incredible. Um, I will make it a, I, I have made it my goal to meet Panjani Heels at DragCon if I go this year uh, because I fucking love her. Anyway, um, rant over Snatch Game. Category is Snatch. Do, 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 do. I don't think we really need to talk about the Brooke walkthroughs because it just reveals who everyone was. Yeah. Like what are the, the red carpet moment? I didn't exactly get, but. Well, they did it last season. I kind of like it. I didn't dislike it. Oh, they did do it last season. I'm so indifferent what? to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm indifferent, indifferent to it as well. There weren't any real like moments on either season, honestly. But yeah. these I these I was lazy and I put them in alphabetical order because laziness. Um, so first up, we're going to talk about Adriana as Sofia Vergara. I think we've now learned: don't do Sofia Vergara for snatching. Yep, and it's always the well, of course, it's always the Latino queens that do it. <laughs> I mean, both times it's Adriana, and then before it was Cuckoo. Yep. And so. actually, before that, it could have been <laughs> Roxy Andrews. It was almost Roxy Andrews. It was almost Roxy Andrews, but. <laughs> I just. The look, she. Adriana's got the look down, but. The look is great. Yeah. And I think Adriana knew it too because she had that confessional being like, "Oh, they're not laughing." And I, I love, I love that Canada does confessionals mid snatch game because no one else does, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember Priyanka's from Snatch Game last season where she's like, "I'm bombing," <laughs> like I kind of just love that little quick interlude. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't rem- remember outside of Canada where queens are doing are like saying that about themselves, kind of, you know, like, right. oh, I'm the snatch game. Canada does kind of feel like the most self-aware franchise. I agree. But Jordan, any thoughts on Adriana? I w- I wanted more, but I didn't get it. Who's next? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so it's Eve. 
as Bernie Sanders. And I do want to, I'm going to jump back to the walkthrough. Yeah. Because we almost got a redemption for Jennifer Coolidge. And boy, I wish she had done Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, yeah. But also, like, it seemed that Brooke, from what I remember, at least, it seemed like Brooklyn was enjoying the Bernie Sanders. Brooke, Brooke responded very well to Bernie. Um, I will say that this is a spot-on Bernie Sanders impression. It just was not funny. Mm-hmm. That part. But Eve's got the look down, like, from the... It's perfect. It's It's perfect. Perfect. And I'm going to be honest, we'll talk about it. I think the the likeness of the character is what should have kept Eve out of the bottom, too. I'm going to say it. I... I, We'll talk talk about it more. But... But, yeah... Next up, I don't remember who's next alphabetically. I think we're starting with F, and we go to H. I'm Isis. I think it's, Give me a second. I don't know. Gia. Oh. Okay. This was a choice. I have to skip ahead for a, a quick second to talk about like who ends up at the top and who's safe. I love Kimura, and we'll talk about Kimura. How was Gia not in the top? I was surprised about that too, actually. This was phenomenal, I thought. Oh, yeah. It's geometric as Jim Carrey. Um, I thought this was so good. I, G, yeah, Gia as Jim Carrey like had me at... <laughs> When she when she jiggled her ass on the red yeah, carpet. and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Uh huh. And then I... it was, and then she did the laugh, and I and that sent me. I just, I thought this was so good, Jordan. You hate this, don't you? Mm-hmm. Really. Give me your thoughts. I'm really curious because I loved this. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just didn't vibe with it. Fair. Completely fair. Uh, yeah. No. I the thought... snatch game for me was like, I was like, what is this chaotic mess? Well, it has yeah, a lot to do with the fact. Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. I-, I will say, Gia having that moment, like kind of running around the stage or whatever, like I I will say that was a bit overdone. Agreed. I don't. I don't know. I thought it was good. Yeah, but yeah. Moving on. Next up, to the stage. Oh, still frozen. As a what the as heck? a celebrity. 
Isis Couture as La Veneno. They really did not show much of Isis, which makes no, me didn't. think that the which makes me think that the rest of her performance was not great. But from what they showed, I gotta be honest, I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved the first half of like her yeah. first half, I should say. But I I don't remember much from like the second half of Snatch Game with. It's because she wasn't shown. Right. I her and them being like, hi, and whatever. Oh, or she had one moment with, um, with Sophia, I think it was, where she was like, escándalo. And like, yes. I think it just, clearly it fizzled out. And they showed the good parts. But the good parts that they showed for me were really good. Yeah. So. I don't know. Solidly safe, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Now, if we talk about someone who was criminally under edited in the Snatch game. I think we saw Kendall twice. I don't remember a single moment from <laughs> Kendall. Exactly. Like, no, there so Kendall, Ken- Kendall is Chris Jenner, which I was very excited for because we, this is the first Chris Jenner we've had. In the Snatch game, this is. In uh, the Snatch game. Yes, that Alexis had- did her in the Rusical on season nine. Yes. But that was all Kardashian, so whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. I it, uh, it was forgettable. And clearly they didn't have enough to show us, so. Next up we have. A great Snatch game, and it makes me really happy that she's finally getting uh, praise. Thank the Lord above. She's not getting yes. Mary Cherried. Um... Kamora Amor as Leslie Jones. I thought this was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, I really liked it. The look is beautiful, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I like the, yeah. I, the hat moment. Yeah. Because it's very Patty LaBelle. something hat day. Yes. It is very like Patty LaBelle. It is very Patty LaBelle. But I, 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 there's really not much to say about Kimura. Just a very solid, very funny Snatch game. Mm-hmm. Like, a shocking standout. Pythia as Grimes. Yeah. This was amazing. Mm-hmm. This, by far, for me, was my favorite Snatch game. Really? Okay. It was up there for me. Definitely up there. Um I they the judges said it and it was also my favorite part when she logged off and logged back in. Like it just yep. I never would have thought of Grimes as a snatch game character. Let alone Grimes as a as an iconic 
Snatch Game character. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think there's any other queen who could do her. No, I don't think so. Especially like that. <laughs> yeah, especially like that. Incredibly solid, amazing job from Pythia. I was nervous for Pythia. Like when I was too. I was too, absolutely. Oh boy. Oh no. So we have come to the part of our program where we much we must discuss Suki Doll as Yoko Ono. I was very excited when I saw this choice because I love Yoko Ono. And she really took a risk and it just did not pay off, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But God damn, she looks like Yoko Ono. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She had to look down. But mm. on, aside from the personality. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, she's she's one of those people. I equate her, like, personality-wise to, like, an Alyssa Edwards, honestly. Like, she's so unintentionally funny and doesn't recognize how funny she really is. And I think okay. the voice kind of contributes to that somewhere too. Yeah. Yeah. I I just think of, it's probably going to be one of my favorite moments of the season, her walking the runway on episode one, being like, I may be tripping over this, but I'm still Snatch. Like, it's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sad again. We'll talk about it. We've got one more, and it's going to make me really happy again. A master class in Snatch Games, like, Cynthia Kisses, Rachel Zell. Amazing. Anything for the gays. I'm Anything really curious. I'm really curious how she would have done if Brad wasn't a contestant. I don't know. Right. I still think she would have done very well. For sure. But I, it definitely, it, there, it was definitely edited, or um, aided, not edited. It's definitely aided by the fact that Brad was a contestant. I also mm -hmm. forgot to mention the other contestant, fucking Bowmanizer. Hello? Yes. Period. I love him. And I'm mad that he wasn't the guest judge. Yeah, that, that I was actually surprised to see as well. But... A, ma a, a master class in Snatch Game. Just, oh it's my a, god, bananas. It's a great redemption from Laganja. Oh my god, I was so nervous when I heard she was doing, well, we knew someone was doing Rachel's Out because it was teased at the start of the season. Yeah. So we knew Rachel's Out was coming and I thought it was either going to be from Cynthia or Gia. Mm-hmm. It just made the most sense. So I was yeah. really happy to see that it was indeed uh, Cynthia. Cynthia. Um, before we dive into the runway, we do get um, our tragedy mirror for this episode where we see Eve talking about not needing sympathy and like just really being closed off. And I understand that that's how some people are. And I get it. I can't fault Love it. A lot of us are. A lot of us are. Um, it's just like, it's not a great personality trait to have on Drag Race, is all. Mm -hmm. But, 
Um, we just get a really important conversation about representing cultures. Um, specifically, we hear from Kimora talking about, you know, Caribbean and South American cultures being represented on this show. And we hear from Pythia talking about representing her Greek culture. Um, I, I, both amazing conversations, especially amazing to have on a season with so much diversity. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a, there was, it wasn't part of the tragedy mirror, but I think on that topic, another standout was Isis's walkthrough. On, with yes. you wanted to do La Veneno. Yes. And I was like, yes. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, I I really appreciate Isis for doing that. Um, now, would she have been able to watch Drag Race Spain, España? I know that they did that. I don't know what the production scheduling was like. Right. I want to say they probably filmed this before España came out. Which just makes it even better because I love seeing this kind of representation on this show as well. Is this is this the most diverse season ever? Maybe. As far as drag race franchises in predominantly white countries. Because obviously like España, everyone's Spanish. Thailand, everyone's from an East Asian country. Um, <laughs> so like the outliers are there, but, but like, I think this might be the most diverse cast. Yeah. Which is also just adding to why I think it's a phenomenal fucking season so far. Mm-hmm. But. Should we get into these looks? Let's get into Yes, the please. <laughs> Maybe speed round, because uh, breaking the fourth wall, we have more things to do tonight. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. So the category is made in Canada. We're doing Canadian icons. Um, I loved this runway. I did And we start strong, Kimora Amor as Deborah Cox, as Josephine Baker. Perfection. Stunning, gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. The best the best look of the week, point blank. Yeah. I always love a a caravan and woman. Should have won the challenge. I would not go that far, my love. But she definitely deserved the top. Uh, absolutely. Cynthia as Jeannie Becker, who is not someone I know. I don't know I got, either, and I'm Canadian. I don't know Jeannie but Becker. I got, but I got exactly who she was from Cynthia's runway, and that's important. Like, I got, um, oh, she's a fashion, you know, she's like, I corresponded to, like, an e-correspondent, like, in the U.S., but, like, she is the e-correspondent in, in a way, sort of. If anyone else knows, mm. let me know, because she seems fabulous. But Suki Doll as Sandra O, oh, fucking amazing. She looks so good. She looks so fucking yeah. good. Literally, other than episode three, everything she's presented on the runway has been gorgeous. Actually, actually I think this is my favorite, like, from Suki. I think I'd agree. Adriana as Vanessa Morgan. 
also someone I didn't know. Um, oh. As someone who knows Vanessa Morgan pretty well, please, <laughs> ever, since please. We, ever since I was, yeah, yeah, I, I've known, I've known Vanessa Morgan since I was like, maybe like eight or nine. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to see this part of Vanessa Morgan, um, it's there. The jacket is there. I think mm -hmm. the hair could have been a bit of a lighter shade of pink. Okay. Um, and I'm not the biggest fan of like the front. <laughs> yeah. So where like with Cynthia, I got exactly who Jeannie Becker was. I still don't really know who Vanessa Morgan is. Yeah. So what Adriana was trying to do, I I see I see the the vision where mm -hmm. she is trying to do Vanessa Morgan's character in Riverdale. Oh, okay. Okay. But obviously they can't say it because they don't have the right to say Riverdale. Got it. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Great to know. Didn't get it from the runway, unfortunately. Yep. But I don't even remember who's next. It's been a long day. A choice. Um, G geometric is Mike Myers. Ma'am. I'm trying to figure out what's Mike Myers about it, because I... Yeah. why you shagged me, darling. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah, it's a no for me, dog. I'd have to agree. I do see it I, now. And I'm going to be honest, I think this coupled with Kimora looking absolutely fucking stunning is why Kimora was in the top over Gia. Okay. Right. Yep. Which is unfortunate because I think I think Gia deserved her flowers for that Snatch Game performance. But I also think Kimora and Pythia did too. Yeah. It is interesting how Gia went with the two like male comedians. Right, and that wasn't clearly wasn't planned to be on the same episode. She didn't know. It it is an interesting dichotomy. Um, Kendall Gender as fucking Stacy McKenzie. I this was this is amazing. This. I it's so this. so gorgeous. It, the detail of the hair down to a T, and this gown. This might be my favorite look from Kendall so far. I would agree. Okay. Yeah. It's a very flattering shape for her. Like you can still see her legs are long. I love the V in the front. She's got a waist. It just serving Stacey McKenzie, serve, serving all of her blackness. I love it. So fucking amazing. Eve 6000 as Carrie Ann Moss, also amazing. I thought this I, was yeah. phenomenal. I think I know who the glasses are from. And I, I also... What? Huh? Aren't the glasses from that company in Jacon's? Gets his yeah. glasses? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, I forget the company. But, it's um, New York or something. Oh, I think it is Isley. Probably. Or like someone that does a similar style. 
Yeah, no, um, I was gonna say I know I know someone that does a similar style who also just happens to be like a drag queen as well. Work. Um, yeah, yeah, that's um, probably shout out to um Silentia if you're watching this. Ooh, yes. Um, but yeah, I I will be very honest and say that I just recently watched The Matrix for the first time. Um and so I know this person which is a positive. Um, and I thought this was really great. No, I, I love this look. I think this is probably, I, I this is my favorite look from Eve actually, arguably. Agreed. I think I would agree with that. Okay, well, um, Isis as Sandra O. Is this stunning? Yes. Yes. Is this a great homage to healthcare workers? Yes. Yes. Does it is this is this Sandra O? Oh. This is giving me more well, nurse ratchet than Sandra. O. It is. It's giving me it's giving me Isis Couture in nurse nurse ratchet's uh universe. It gives me Gigi Good Frozen Runway as a nurse. Oh my god, stop that. No. <laughs> No, not this. Oh boy. Prithia is Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> yes. That kind of surprised me. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this whole like seagull moment. Never in my wildest dreams. When would she I was putting this. the nose on in the workroom, I was yes. like, what I was is like, who is she here? doing? <laughs> No, I, I really don't really get the reference with Catherine O'Hara and like the bird. But first thing, like the first thing that comes to mind with it is Home Alone Two. Oh my God! Stop it right now. Moving That's the on. only connection I can find with it. I oh really don't know the reference because I'm uncultured. So fair. Well, that's all of them. So. Pathetic, amazing. Um, but, oh, sh do we have to talk about the white twink that was there for no reason? Can we just not? I mean, I, I think Connor Jessup is good looking. I, I think he is great in Lock and Key. Um, I think he's not someone that should be judging a drag competition. I would agree on that. <laughs> I would also like to question his uh, depth eye perception and oh. eye makeup. <laughs> okay. So the only comment I remember distinctly from the runway is that he called Eve's hair flat, which it was nothing of the sort. But I, yeah, no, the edit confused me with that, with being like, oh yeah. Cause I think a lot, probably like everyone watching, a vast majority of us watching that mm -hmm. would be like, Eve's hair is not flat. Like, the opposite of flat. The, it's the opposite of flat. It's literally, like that hair is as high as Logan's beard is. <laughs> literally, like, like, hello, what? 
no. Um, I mean, she didn't let it get to her with uh, not too much. She like talked about it. She was like, "He said my hair was flat," and everyone was like, "Don't take it ser- seriously, girl." He's a white twang. They didn't say that, but like, basically, yeah. Like. Is it like, um, yeah, they said he don't he doesn't know anything about drag. He literally doesn't know drag, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but we go back to you were gonna say Jordan. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> y'all, it's been a long day, and we have another thing to record after this. So, yes. sorry. Um, but we do find out that the winner of Snatch Game, going into the history books of the Snatch Game, uh, joining Ella Bidet in a very similar and uh, d- similar time, uh, is Cynthia Kiss. And I agree. I did too. I, uh, I there was no contest. I absolutely agreed. I was pleasantly surprised to be honest, but I am perfectly fine with it. Did you think someone else was going to win? I thought Maybe. it was Kamara. Really? Yeah. Wow. Gag. Yeah. Absolutely gagged. I was first certain that Cynthia was going to win, especially because she had just almost been eliminated in the previous episode. We love a good story forced by production. We love a good storyline for Cynthia Kiss. Yes. I would love to keep that going, but we need to wrap up this episode eventually, and I can't afford to speak that slowly. Yep. This has also been an hour and a half, so I would like it to end eventually. <laughs> but um, yeah, Cynthia wins with Kamora and Pathia in the top, which I thought was very, very well-deserved. Um, Adriana gets saved from the bottom two, leaving us with a lip-sync between Eve 6000 and Suki Doll. I personally disagreed. I personally disagreed with who won the lip-sync. Well, we'll talk about the outcome of the lip sync. I disagreed with the bottom two. I thought yeah. as much as as much as this pains me, I would have done Suki and Adriana. I okay. agree as well. Yeah. I think Eve's likeness of Bernie Sanders coupled with a runway that I thought was better than uh Adriana. Even though she had just won the week before, I unfortunately thought it should have been Adriana and Suki. I'm not surprised that it was even Suki. Um, I also want to say, four episodes in, four different winners, eight different people have lip-synced. No one has lip-synced twice yet. It's very, it's very abnormal, and I really like it. I'm I'm into it too, actually. It's making the whole season very like I don't know what's coming, and I really like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So even Suki have to lip sync to "Happiness" by Capri. Sam, any thoughts? I personally agree that Eve won the lip sync. 
Really? But then again, they were showing more of Eve than Suki. Yeah. Um, because what I from what I remember of Suki, I remember Suki flubbing a few words. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. I might be going against a lot of different people. For me, even with messing up a few words, I was still more captivated by Suki's performance than I was with Eve's, honestly. I thought Eve's performance was very flat, and I thought Suki was trying to do something with the song. I also don't think it's a great song to lip sync to, I'm gonna be very honest. Yeah. Um, I think there's a certain kind of queen that could do this song very well, but a mid-tempo sort of, a mid-tempo song with very few unique lyrics is gonna be difficult to lip sync to. Mm -hmm. So, I I don't know. I personally would have given the win to Suki. And I think it makes more sense with the edit that they were trying to do to give the win to Suki. Because it kind of seems like Eve's storyline is like, it's done. Right. I, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if she goes home next episode. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, and we do very unfortunately lose Suki Doll. I'm really sad about it, honestly, still. Um yep. I think and it was warranted. Was... Sorry? I think it was warranted, but what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say that was probably the first time I kind of saw Eve, or not Eve, Suki really opening up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so similar to, this episode was similar to like how Survivor gets edited, where it's like, oh, usually the ones that open up go out in that episode. (laughs) Well, and we got a little bit of Suki's backstory, like being, um, being Asian and being in Canada. Right. I was like, no, we're getting Suki's backstory. She's going home. Mm-hmm. No, not this. Right. Like, I, I, I called yeah. it a little bit, and I was upset about it. Yeah. But, but I was really, I'm really happy to see that side, that vulnerable side of Suki. Yeah. Because Suki's so, like, you know, polished. <laughs> yeah. Very that. Um. Yeah, I think just another example for me of a great, amazing drag queen that just is unfortunately wasn't a great drag race queen Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate but i also both of the other top placers in the first episode have now gone home yeah does that spell for isis who knows um because I honestly feel like everyone's kind of on an even playing field, and it's really strange. Yep. But regardless, we love Suki Doll. I'm very upset to lose both of our Asian queens back to back. Yep. It's not a great feeling. Uh, literally the last Asian queen on a predominantly on a Drag Race franchise in a predominantly white country 
to do well. Literally the last one was Kim. Mm -hmm. And that's really upsetting to me because there's been so many amazing Asian queens on the show. And I'm not, I, I don't want to say it's like biased against them, but like it, I don't think it's intentionally that way, but it feels like it a little bit. I don't know if you have yeah. any any insight or any thoughts on that, but I, it, it, it feels weird to me. I, I would have to agree with that. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. Like, again, Kim Chi's the last Asian that it, Asian drag Asian that we saw do well, aside from like, you know, Drag Race Thailand. In a predominantly white country. <laughs> In a predominantly white country, yes. Because we have amazing queens like, you know, Ivy Elise from Holland. We yep. got something wrong. From the UK. I, I, I think of Rock'em Sakura. Rock'em Sakura. I think of, um, well, not the one from season 11. We don't talk about her anymore. Um, but okay. in the moment, in the moment before we knew that she was a horrible person, her as well, like, um, just, it's, it's a moment of the drink. The drink. Okay, yeah, yeah. Before we found out. Even Gia. Even yeah. Gia Gunn. Like, being, you know, out third. It's just like, I don't... I don't want to say it's intentional, but it does feel it. it, it and it's just... Yeah. It's really upsetting. Because... Uh, I am... It, and to, to contrast that, I'm very excited that Drag Race Thailand is coming back. I'm very excited to now have two drag shows from the Philippines coming. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. Hopefully there's a lot of Asian representation on Queens of the Universe, which I'm also very excited about. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it's upsetting. It's difficult. And I, I, I don't know how that is because obviously, hello, I'm white, but I can, I can definitely like, it's something I've noticed and yeah. deserves to be talked about. So, with that, we've come to the end of yet another episode of Canada's Drag Race. Well, two of them, actually. Uh, I don't know where Jordan is, but I'm just gonna go ahead and end the episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure where she's gone to, but Sam, thank you as always for joining. Of course. You are a beacon of lovely light in our Drag Race and other show uh, things. Um, make sure to follow us on all of our socials, which will be in the description below if you have a description uh, where you're watching. Um, and with that, we'll be back next week for Country Pop Girl Groups. Very excited. I'm not going to lie to you. Very excited. I, I, I'm very intrigued. Very, very, but goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye.